Friday, happy Friday, happy Friday. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Yes, this is the day that the Lord has made. It was not the alarm that made it. It was not the bird that made it. It was not the sun that made it. It was not even the little noisy little kids that wake you up in the morning that made this day. This is the day that the Lord made it. He made it just for you. He woke you up. He breathed in you. And he said, it is good. Welcome to Voice Imprint. This is my delight, my pleasure to serve you on this platform where we are connected to the mission of God Imprint, where we teach, inspire, and encourage women and families to seek God and pray. Let me remind you, our goal on this platform here called Voice Imprint is simple. We are here to ignite our faith on this journey. We are here to strengthen our prayer life as women of faith. We want to deepen our love for God. And as we deepen our love for God, we are walking slowly, majestically, with confidence. Finally, our goal as we come weekly here on this platform called Voice Imprint to leave the imprint of God's love is that by the end of our journey together, whether it's going to take a month, two years, one week, whatever it's going to take for you because of wherever you are in your journey, is that we as women of faith going to become indomitable women. Indomitable women. I have yet to share with you what's up with this indomitable woman. But I want to remind you, as an indomitable woman, you are chosen, you are called, you are set apart. And if nobody have told you this week, I want to be the first one to remind you. God loves you. God loves you. God loves you. I am your host, Joy Kitanga Dash Dabo. And yes, Dash is not part of my last name. It's just the way that I have learned to make my marriage work and have fun. That whenever I finished talking, my husband was like, what's up with that Dash? That's, that's, just, that's just the way I learned to make fun and enjoy life. So it's Friday. We've got our children in school or maybe you're preparing your weekend. But this is a time for you, woman of God. This is a time for you where you get to, to release. Okay. We're going to release. You know how we do it. We release every part of uh, that stress. We're going to release it and we're going to remove whatever, whoever stress you out throughout the week. This is the time where you get to say, God, prepare me to enter into your rest. Transitioning from weekend, from weekdays all the way to weekend. So let's get started. You know how we do it is you're going to get up 
or if you're at work, maybe you need to sit down, just start flowing with the song, okay? Just begin to flow. Just begin to flow wherever you are. Feel those elbows because we are about to receive the sound, the music. We are about to receive this powerful message from God. And this is about today's topic. It's about reading or eating the Word of God. How are you eating the Word of God? So wherever you are, start shaking, start moving the unforgiveness. Remove it all the way out so that you can receive what God has prepared for you. Let's go. time father we have come because we do not have any other place to go we have come because you have given us the invitation according to isaiah 118 you said come let us reason with you according to your word in matthew that you say You who are weary, come to me. So we are coming, Father God, as we are. With bended knees, maybe broken heart, maybe dysfunctioned family, maybe on the verge of losing our mind. But here we are, Lord, to reason with you. Because God, somewhere, somehow, God, we feel the injustice and we want you to answer the why. Why me, Father? We want you to answer the question, why did that happen to me? Maybe God Someone is here asking the question, where are you? Wherever questions that we may have, Lord, here we are once again on this intersection, on this pathway between the weak and the weakened, between the unknown and the known, between trusting you or letting go, between doing what we are so familiar with or maybe starting a new journey. We are here, Lord, and we say, speak to us, for your servants are listening. In the name of Jesus, our Lord, our Savior, our healer. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, our helper. 
we say amen. Welcome, welcome to our second episode where we're going to be talking about the genesis or the journey of voice imprint and sharing some tips or maybe steps of how we can enjoy scripture. Have you ever opened the Bible and you're reading and you say, what in the word? Or maybe you were sitting in the pew last Sunday and the pastor was preaching or maybe the choir was singing. You just know that that song, that lyric is somewhere in the Bible. But your mind was somewhere else. And you are having difficulty connecting it to your life. And you're probably saying, Pastor, can once you say something that I can take home with me? Or maybe you flip on YouTube and you're just looking for the word. You're looking for a word, a word that will that will speak to your God. You're looking for a word that will change and shift your circumstance. You're saying, God, I am just about to give you the last chance. Because this word, he ain't doing nothing for me right now. Maybe you've gone cold to the word. You used to read it. You used to enjoy it, but it has turned cold. Well, this message is for you. Or maybe you know somebody who was like that and you want to activate their passion and their love for God again. Then share this, this message with them. Because that's exactly what we're going to do today. But I want to begin to share with you the genesis of Voice Imprint. This Experience comes from my passion and my love for the Word of God. So often I used to share scripture with my sisters and my lovely husband, who actually says his testimony says that he married me because I was able to convince him passionately about how I describe the Bible to him, how I used to tell him, he say, quote, bedtime stories when we were dating scripture. I got to love the word of God. I, I enjoy the word of God. And, and when I find myself sharing it, it bring me so much life. And I just find myself like a kid in a candy store delights it brings me life it opens my world and and i feel like i'm in unlimited endless world where i get to reach as far as i can i can grab as much in my in my hand the love of god and that my friend 
that experience of wanting to share the word of God, the gospel, the love. I, I believe he began as a child because I was so fascinated about who God was. And in that fascination or that curious, I was such a curious about who God was, who God is, who, like, who in the world is this God that everybody talk about that I just feel his love inside of me. I don't even know, but I just know I'm loved. And I wanted to serve him. I wanted to connect with him. I wanted that intimate that I saw my father who was a minister. He's resting in peace. Both my parents are. I wanted to know how do I get so close with this God that my parents are serving. That people are worshiping. I wanted to know him. And I wanted to serve him. And it is in that process of wanting to serve God. That I was connected to the word of God. And, and that's going to be one episode that I'm going to do. Actually, I'm going to invite one of, uh, one of my friends. In an episode that we're going to talk about my experience of how I came to the word, how I came to the word. But today I wanted to share you that love, that love of wanting to serve God and ability to share this word with my husband, with my sisters. And they're like, people need to hear the way you share scripture. I was so shy. I was like, no, you know, I just, I just, it was like, I just do it for y'all. Like, I don't think I can speak. I don't think I can speak to anyone about how I, I, I enjoy scripture. You know, it's kind of like my, my one-on-one is so intimate with God. My husband persisted. My sisters, they, they were kind of like, okay, this is just going to be for us. It's feast for us, you know, <laughs> with the word. But, my husband persisted. He's like, no joy. The world needs what you have. And it reminded me of a song. I don't remember the title of it, but I remember one time I was sitting in our small apartment while we, when we just got married and, uh, and I'm listening to country music. I love country music. Yeah, I love country music. And um, there was this... Uh, movie in this in the, the clip the clip of the music of the song a teacher comes forward and write on the board one question that the student were to answer if you had one thing in abundance that you could give out and it will never runs out what will that be? It was easy. It was an easy answer for me. I was like, the word of God. <laughs> and love, of course. I feel like I have been given so much love in my life. And that love is the love of God. 
everywhere that I have gone, whether it was a time where I find myself on the on the street of California coming from a conference and had no room and a stranger who also was at the conference offered me a room or whether it was traveling with friends and they invited me to stay with them at their home and shared a warm meal. I've always felt loved. Even in my hardest time of life, when the enemy came and pressed down so hard on my mind, he never was able to shake off that love. And I believe that's the journey. And that's why we name this ministry God Imprint Ministry. Because it is the imprint of God's love in my life that I have experienced over and over. The translate that I found actually is printed from Genesis to Revelation. So I thank God for my husband who persisted to tell me that I had an abundance of God's love and that the world needed. With that being said, I'm going to transition to the key or the five steps as I name them to help you enjoy what I call manna from heaven. That whenever you are reading scripture, as we are on this journey, because the apostle Paul says, faith comes by hearing the word. Faith comes by you interacting with God's word. And of course, Hebrews 11 says, without faith, we can please God. And if you're like me, you already put one and one together. If faith is how I, faith is coming from hearing the word and faith is how I please God, then I need to hear the word. I need to be familiar with the word. So here we go. We're going to learn how to enjoy manna from heaven in this four, in this few steps. Okay. Grab your pen and a paper or just replay this and uh, and share it or come back to it and take note. And I have put in the description some of the 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 text, the key text that I'm going to be looking at. OK, and this is what the prophet Ezekiel says. OK, the prophet Ezekiel says this, the word was written in lament and mourn and woe. Yet it tasted sweet as honey in my mouth. Prophet Jeremiah says the same thing. He says what? He says that the delight, that the, the word of God was so delightful. Even all the way in, Je in Revelation, we hear that the word of God, there's the sweetness to it. So if the word of God is sweet, why do we struggle with it? These five key or steps that I'm going to share with you, I took the principle basically of how we eat food. 
by nature, I am a healthcare provider. I'm a respiratory therapist licensed. And uh, I believe, and I say this, that I live at the intersection or faith of faith and science. So I'm going to use practical steps by helping you understand the process of eating is the same way you can use to eat the scroll, which is AKA the Bible, which is scripture, which is the word of God. Jesus, when he was tempted in the wilderness by the serpent in Luke four, he says, Three times to the serpent, it is written. And then in one of those, it is written, quote, he said, man shall not live by bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. So we're not just supposed to eat the physical food, eating, 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 but also we are supposed to eat the spiritual food, which is this manna, the word of God. Here is the number one. Step number one for you to be able to enjoy this word of God that is sweet like honey. For you even to be able to taste first. But you got to understand the first step of eating or the principle of eating anything is you got to see it, right? You got to know the what the food that you're eating. What is it? So the number one step, which is ingestion in the principle of eating ingestion which is the entry of food through your mouth in the spiritual way entry of the word of god in you it begins by what what like paul says by hearing the word of god find a church find a church find a church did i say find a church the number one thing you need to do for you to get the word of God in is begin with finding a church. Joy, you don't understand. The church of me, like, uh, I really don't feel it. I understand. There's so much going on with the church and there's so many places. Pray about it. And as I will say, challenge God and say, God, if your word says that faith comes by hearing, Help me find the right church. Help me connect to a church. Because that's your entry. That's your number one. Because you're going to be in the place, the Holy Spirit will guide you to find a place where you will be able to take in, to see. Before you can taste, you will see what the word of God is doing in that community. What the word of God is being spread out into the place that you are communing. You will see the word of God doing is at work. The word of God is at work. So find a church. That's your number one. Ingestion, right? Ingestion is the entry of food through the mouth. And then there's a process of chewing and mixing and breaking it down before you swallow. So you need to find a church, find a community where you'll be mixing because every one of us perceive or hear the word and it does something in us. And when we share it, it comes out differently. So your number one step is what? Find a church, your way of what? Connecting or discovering this food. Why? Number two. Okay, why you find a church now? 
The principle two. Second principle is what? What they call the propulsion or motility, which is basically swallowing. Now you have found the church, you found the community, you're hearing the word of God, right? It's coming in. It has not been able to stick yet because you're probably like, eh, some cynical part of you and I is maybe you're like, I don't really don't like how this pastor is, is preaching. I really don't like the style of the Baptist. I don't really maybe like the United, the Methodist. Uh, there's so many of there. Okay, 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 okay. This process now, once you set in, you maybe try out different churches where you get connected, where you begin to be exposed to the food called the word of God, then maybe you find a place where you're like, okay, maybe this is the church that I want to stick with. And there you begin to listen in deeply. After you found a church, you begin to listen. In this process here of swallowing, that's when you begin to open your mind, open your heart. Because you're still operating with your will, with the voluntary and involuntary movement. Maybe I don't feel like coming to church today. Maybe I want to go to church. I've been there. I've been there. There'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm too tired today. The church is too far. There's so many excuses that come. The enemy comes and bring it in and out. And you're like, maybe not today, maybe tomorrow. And yeah, I don't think so. Yes, maybe. Actually, you know what? Last Sunday, he preached really good. Maybe today's the day he's going to preach one that really going to deliver me and set me free from my enemies. So I'm going to go to church today. So you're still in this process, right, of this movement that's between voluntary and involuntary. You want to let go of your will. You want to keep it. You're not sure, you know, like the, the young rich man. You have everything. You're not sure because the last message the pastor preached, it touched your toe. And you're not really feeling about letting go some of the goodies of life that you've built over time. Ezekiel 2.10 says this. He spread it before me, meaning God. And there was written on the inside of the scroll. And on the outside. Lamentation, mourning and woe. So on the, this second principle of this movement called motility. No mortality, okay, don't get me wrong, motility or propulsion, which is the swallowing part. This is where you get to now, okay, you've heard the word from the church. And now you probably now start looking for a Bible, a Bible that will work for you. The Bible that will make sense to you. You're sitting in the pew and their Bible in front of you and they say, open to some and you're like what the heck where is some when the word is second chronicle where in the word is the salon what the salon what <laughs> and that day you're like that's the hardest scripture i'm glad you can read this and interpret but it's still available to you so on this stage here is for you to grab now the bible the one that is in the pew or go on google and just, or 
version shout out to the U version Bible app is the best. Okay. I love it. I have it on it and I use it. Use the Bible app and look at the different translation there where you can compare which one of this, because remember Ezekiel said what? When he was given the scroll, some of that content that was written was lamentation. Some were mourning, some were woe. So when you open the Bible, you're going to find some stories that you'll be like, what in the world? What are they saying? So this is a place. Remember, you're still dealing with voluntary. So you can choose which Bible to read that is understandable to you. And I want to encourage you to start with the psalm. Because psalm is practical and relatable to us today. It goes from excitement to weeping to telling God, why are you doing this to me? To please God help me. I need you. It goes, it is a big spectrum. Or if you just need love, you can start with the gospels, especially the gospel of John. Voluntary and involuntary movement. So principle one, find a church. Principle number two, find yourself a Bible. I'm currently going to be hosting a mentorship program, spiritual mentorship to, and an opportunity for you to unlock your spiritual potential. And in that, it's a 12-week program where you'll be able to do for 12 weeks, dive in with me on level, on step one and, and principle two as well. I'm going to be talking in depth in that program. It's starting August. So that's that. And then the number three, okay? Number three is called the mechanical and chemical digestion. This is where now your food has entered into your stomach because we are people of short, we're calling ourselves these days that people of short attention spam. So when you sit in the pew and the pastor is preaching, your word comes in, it bunk your head or it probably bang, you know, um, your classmate or your roommate or your, your coworker that you're still dealing with the problem that they left you and it left you. That's why on Monday, majority of people, you ask them, why did the pastor preach on Sunday? You'd be like, um, I really don't remember, but it was good. Because it left your feeling, but the word actually did it stay. It was still in the chewing and the voluntary and involuntary movement part. Now you want to swallow the food. So that the food can go into the what? Into the gut to begin the process of breaking down. And this part here is very important because now you have found the church. You have a Bible that you, you can read and you can connect with. The second part is now finding time to read the Bible itself. Find time to read the Bible itself. That's the process where now it's sitting in. You want it to stay inside of you to begin to do the work. Because every food that we eat, it has uh, um, some 
particles. It has an element that we need in our body to keep us physically energized and do the work. And when you sit down and start reading, it doesn't matter if it's in the morning, in the evening, at nighttime, on the bus, or in, you know, on audio, reading it to you while you're driving. It doesn't really matter. The part is, this part here is now needing your attention for the word to stay in you. The word making it absorbable. That means take a chapter. I love some of my, my clients that will say, you know what? I have a goal. I want to read the full, you know, Isaiah book. And I've met that goal as a resolution in, in, in January and it's July and I'm still on chapter two. So you don't want to overwhelm yourself. Just start with one chapter. Deal with it for weeks if you can. Because that's the only way you chew it, you chew it, and then it will go down into the stomach to be able to digest it. Okay? Number one, find a church. Number two, find yourself a Bible. Principle number three is what? Start reading. Start reading for it to stay. If it's the Bible verse or scripture that was used on Sunday, use it and read it throughout the week. Don't change and flip flop. In the middle of the week, I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I want to see what Zechariah say. No, 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 no. Let's stick with what the pastor preach or whatever you're curious with the song. Okay. Now we get to the absorption. The absorption is principle number four. This one is the, when nutrition leaves the, what, the stomach and start breaking down into going into the bloodstream in order to give you energy, to give you life, right? To keep you alive, to keep you going. Psalm 119 says, Psalm 119 says this, If your law had not been my delight, I would have perished in my affliction. This is a very important part, my dear. I know as a mom, I get busy with the kid, mom here, mom there, you know, can I have this? Can I have that? And then hubby will call you and, and hubby will ask this. And we're, we're constantly giving, serving, giving, serving, giving. When do we have time to digest food? You probably sometimes, I'm guilty of this. When you get in the car, you, you chewing food and you're driving and she should be quiet over there. And you're like, up down and, and you're trying to solve the world problem and your food. By the time you reach your destination, you're probably having a heartburn, indigestion and everything because you never sit down to enjoy your meal. It makes a big difference for those who eat a lot of fast food and those who sit down at the table and eat. Psalm 119 says, if your law had not been my delight, I would have perished in my affliction. That means that if your word, if I have not found a way to enjoy your word, if I have not find a way to, to eat it, if I have not find the pleasure in reading, I don't know how I would have made it till this far. Can I get a testimony? 
I don't know how I would have been here. So in this fourth principle of absorption is now not just you finding time to read the Bible, but now is you interacting with it. You read the same story Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and at this time by Wednesday, it should be able to be operating with you, in you, doing something uncomfortable. Maybe it's, you start feeling a change in some part of you and you're like, okay, I'm feeling that means that the word of God is going down deep in your spirit and in your soul. The word you put in your soul and the spirit is being used. Romans 12, the apostle Paul says this, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So you will feel the transformation taking place in your in your life as you are putting more and more effort of your word to sit in. If I did not find delight, I would have perished. That means you got to begin to talk to yourself, joy. You got to love the word. You got to start loving the word now because you can't just keep bashing it and, and neglecting it. You got to start liking it. You got to start moving in there because now that your soul is, is tasting it, it's going deep inside because by the third day, you already have put it so deep inside. It's going deeper. Other translations of some. 119, it says this, the other text, the other verses, it says this, I ponder the direction of my life and I turn to follow your testimony. What testimony? God's testimony. The Bible is God's testimony. What is God testifying about himself, about those people? You begin to dive in into that. And you will begin to see some of the things that I used to be okay with, suddenly I'm not okay with. It's because the word is settling down deep in you. The word will begin to strengthen you in the hard time. And you will know who to depend on. The last part. When you've grown after you've grown on the four steps. You find a church, you begin to read your Bible, you know what translation is working for you. You go to this level of reading it via audio or via text. And now you're sitting down to maybe have references. You find yourself two different Bible versions that you're going to cross-reference itself because the language in which it was written, the Greek and the Hebrew, is not is, is not an easy language. So many texts may have a different... One word that was says in Hebrew can mean many things. So different Bibles will have different translations. So you have about two. Next word, the NIV, which is the New International Version, or the NLT, which is the what? The New Living Translation. You have them and you read them close together. And maybe you can add in a commentary. I usually recommend to find a Bible that has a commentary 
a commentary is basically what some of these theologians, they read it, and uh, some pastors now, they, they publish uh, uh, Bibles with their commentary uh, based on their sermon and everything. Read those commentary. It will enlighten you. Be part as well of a group or Bible study as you are learning and, and feeding your soul. Those steps are very important. Now, when you feel like you're growing, so this was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you're feeling you're coming to the Friday, right? When we connect on Friday here, you go to the principle, the last principle, which is defecation. Defecation means simply removing the waste. Joy. Is there waste in the word of God? No, don't. Don't get me wrong. No, 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 no. No, there's no waste of God's word. However, Isaiah says this, Isaiah 47 says this, you are weary by your many counselors. Let them come forward now and save you. Your astrologers who observe the stars who monthly predict your fate, right? So this is the place where now you have to make them the decision. Remember, we had the mechanical, and before the mechanical, we had the voluntary and involuntary movement. Were you still choosing like, okay, you know what? I can still do this thing here. I don't know if I want to go to church on there. I don't know if, I, you know, you still want to do a little bit of dancing boogie boogie on, on Friday night and on Sunday you are holy and sanctified. This part here of defecation is a place where you now start deciding what things in my life need to be gone. That include some of y'all out there have like three, five, seven churches you go to, right? Because Pastor Soso is doing a series there, then I'll go at that church. Mm, Pastor Soso spoke about this. It made me uncomfortable, so I don't want to go to church anymore. And then when you feel like it, so you go, you're having all these cross references, right? This, he says the what multitude of counsel. You're so weird. So now you begin, you, you begin to become anxious. And you start wondering, okay, should I, would this pastor preach about this? And you're on YouTube and you have this pastor that you're following and you, this, you know, you have this woman of God that you're listening to. And, and this is the part where you get to discern what season am I in? And what word do I need? Holy Spirit, guide me. Because otherwise, it becomes noise. It becomes confusing. When God is directing, remember the ultimate goal is to follow God's lead. All these other things, whether the churches and all these other extra things that are out there is to help us in our spiritual walk. Begin to now pray at this moment. I have a list of all these pastors and, and preachers that I listen to and I follow. Which one should I keep closer that can help me go deeper? Which one do I need this season? Joy, does that mean that I get to hop on churches every day? No. 
Your pastor is your shepherd. The church that you begin with in the what? In first step of ingestion, of eating the word of God, is the pastor that remain with you as your shepherd all the days of your life. The other ones, they're helpers. They come in to, to feed you based on where you are in the season of your life. In the mentorship program that I shared earlier, I will begin to teach how do you identify this category, what to remove and what to keep, what what is what is the waste, what, what are you doing? You have so many pastors and preachers and women and men of God that you are following and you are so confused. You're still anxious. Well, my dear, it's time to start removing slowly, slowly, and identify who is your shepherd. So with that, that has been my journey of how I got to what? Loving and eating the scroll and finding so many, so much delight in the word. If this tips if this podcast has been a great and and helpful to you and you know somebody who may be struggling with that, maybe they're they're having a hard time with the church, connect them. Share with them this podcast. You can also find us on Instagram, on Facebook, Got Imprint, and leave us a message. Or even on the platform you're listening from, leave a message how we can support you in your faith journey. But do not walk your faith journey alone. In the book of Proverbs, he says what? Trust in the Lord and lean not on your own understandings. You cannot do this life alone. Especially this journey of faith. You cannot do it alone. So let us begin to learn first. On how do we enjoy this manna from heaven? How do we eat our Bible in the way that it becomes, like the psalm says, a delight to our life? He said, if I did not make it a delight, if I didn't make it my delight, I would have perished. So let us not perish. Instead, let us find delight in the Word of God. I can't wait to hear from you. And how you use this principle to help you enjoy the word of God and grow in your faith. Have a blessed weekend. And then we get to see each other next week. I look forward to hearing your testimony. Remember, wherever you do, wherever you go, leave an imprint of God's love. Leave the imprint of God's love wherever you go. Stay blessed.